0: Allow me to tell you, people out there in the internet, how lucky and how blessed you are to be a wrestling fan. Before I do that, see boy, Flobo boy, boys. This is Draped in Gold, the unofficial, official post show for NXT UK and WWE NXT Talk. Uh, make sure you follow us over at drapedingold.com. But what a week this was! Hell in a Cell was Sunday. Halloween Havoc was last night, and tonight. Well, before we even talk about the matches I have on tonight's card, I want to introduce my broadcast colleague and partner, all the way from AEW Elite the Week. Give it up for Jack Farmer,
1: Flow Bo Boyce. Man, talk about a brutal set of days. I don't know how we're still standing. I'm not, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I gotta I take a break myself. I mean, NXT UK had a special start time. And so we had a special start time, and I was kind of grumpy about it. I was like, ah, I can't believe the hour got pushed back. I'm reading the schedule, trying to figure out why that is. And now I don't even care. Because, top story Sam Grabwell's back. No, I'm kidding. The WWE NXT United Kingdom Championship was defended in an absolute war between Volta, the ring all, and Nelia Dragunov. Now, we knew these guys can get intense. We have saw weeks of chops, but somehow, someway, It was top, Jack Farmer. Walk me through this.
1: To say it slapped would be an understatement, Flobo. (laughs) I I have to come on here and I have to say a few things. I got to get something off of my chest. I've got to admit, I always say when I'm wrong... I admit I'm wrong. And I have to apologize to Dragunov here today. I said I thought he was scared. I said I thought he was terrified. Yep. And what I saw today was a guy who wasn't scared. He was just fired up. He was just emotional. And he brought so much intensity tonight. You got to give the devil his due here. He actually, I actually I watched this and. I think the only mistake he made as he first started, I was thinking he's actually going to try to go hit for hit, punch for punch, slap for slap with Walter. What an idiot. But I can't believe I'm sitting here saying to myself, Flobo, he damn near pulled it off. He damn near went shot for shot with the ring general and came out the victor. I have got so much respect for that guy. I can't believe the beating he took in this match and kept on going. I popped off my seat multiple times during this thing. I thought he had it at certain points. But as we all knew, the longest reigning champ in the WWE right now, Walter, the NXT UK champion, retains, and I just don't see anyone ever being able to beat him until he decides he's done.
0: That is definitely a kind of match that... you hear the, the title being defended on television and we get kind of jaded as wrestling fans. We go, oh, there's no way they're going – they, whoever they – they are going to give us that. But what we got instead, even though the title didn't change hands, was basically saying, we could if we want to. That's what makes it awesome. But I want to give a special shout-out to the new-ish broadcast team of putting Andy Shepard with Nigel McGinnis. They're mm-hmm. both – of, of a certain countryman, you know, it's all foreign to us. But there was a time where I had to, like, get a drink of water because my throat was parched by screaming so hard. And the sound of the match, forget good commentary, forget emotion, because most people who are at that level can do it. But it had a different look and feel. It sounded like I was watching an old classic radio program of a bygone era. This was makes NXT UK so great because it's a style no one can replicate. The champion's a guy that looks like no one, and that match... Chose the whole world. You don't need to put them in a cell to have hell, my friend.
1: I 100% agree. I thought this was executed exactly perfectly. I like that you brought up the commentary because I agree 100%. I love the way that they told the story through this match. And you're right. As far as hell in that ring, I think you could have shown this match to anyone and anyone would have said, my God, they're killing each other in there. I could not believe just how much damage they were inflicting on each other and not with super kicks, not with the uh, flips off the top rope. They were literally stomping on each other's heads. They were literally chopping each other in the throat. They were hitting each other so hard, so long the whole time. I couldn't believe just how rough this match was. And uh, like I said, I I I thought Dragonoff was a coward before. I thought he was someone who was too scared. But man, anyone who can go shot for shot with Walter has to has to have my respect. That
0: much here on my end to critique other than the fact that I wish I won a little bit more time. But it, it is telling that Walter, on his title reign, has faced Pete Dunton with the title. He defended against Tyler Bate. And this war against Illya Dragon, all brutal, all within the Walter brand, or Walter brand, but very distinct matches. I urge you, if you're coming onto the show, draped in Golas, just... Truly, a, an American NXT fan, you need to watch that match today because it was amazing. Uh, question uh, can,
1: I, for- can I add something yeah. real quick about sure. this match before we go on? Sorry to step all over the transition here. Uh, it's, it's a consolation for Dragonoff. I know that it's, um, you know, winning the title is what he wanted, but I have a consolation price for him, and it's possibly just as big as winning the title. Uh, I'm going to let him into a secret stable that I've created. We call ourselves the Thigh Guys, and that's right. That's the wrestlers with the best thighs in wrestling. He's <laughs> joining Randy Orton. He's joining Drew McIntyre. off. you're the third man in the Thigh Guys. You. <laughs> well, that is like, who's the fourth man? <laughs> who's the fourth man? <laughs> You're looking at it.
0: <laughs> yeah, drag it off and Farmer, man, They're the Hatchet Men, the Tag Team Champion, the, thigh, the guys. thigh
1: Guys. That's
0: <laughs> I wanted to go. It has to go viral now. Jack, Jack is a Thigh Guy guy. <laughs>
1: yes but before so we move are, on, who are your favorite thigh guys chat I, you know
0: what thigh. you know yeah exactly you gotta that's another thing i don't care what matches are i'm gonna have an interview with uh with i don't know uh i don't know right back i'd be like hey
1: man <laughs> tell me your thigh regimen who's got the best thighs in wrestling
0: <laughs> <laughs> i need to know that if you're in the chat let me know uh if you're in facebook youtube and twitter thank you so much for watching it live and if you're watching this on twitch do me a favor hit that subscribe button <laughs> i'm saying we're here talking wrestling but if you're clicking a
1: mouse. If you're
0: watching. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I had no idea if you were scratching the, the fans out there. Uh, <laughs> yo, Jack, uh so Lee was asking about coffee. Can you help me out, man? Because I'm running low on my cup right here.
1: Yeah, we have coffee returning, but the real coffee that most people are talking about is Broster's Coffee, which you can get at www.thebrosters.com. It's something that I get brought up to me almost every single day. Jack, how do you keep so alert? How do you stay so awake? Well, I know I've kept it a secret. I know I haven't talked about it much, but I use Broster's Coffee to get me up and going in the morning. I also have a little bit in the afternoon as well, especially as the winter months come in and it gets colder A nice Steaming pot of Brosters coffee with promo code BROCODE1. You get stickers, you get a discount. It's the perfect way to spend a day. Go to www.thebrosters.com today and get yourself some.
0: Oh, wow. I'll do that right now. But first, I have a show to cover.
1: <laughs> It'd be great if you just got quiet for a minute <laughs> yeah. and like started looking for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is definitely a blend over a try. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of things happened despite the main event. I mean, NXT is only an hour. XUK UK is only an hour, but it came packed, full of good character moments and some re-debuts. One is Jordan Devlin. Here is, in my opinion, the official recognized Cruiserweight champion in action tonight. Seems to be a little bit in preseason form. Not too bad, but he pretty much made short work of Levi Muir. And even though it's a Cruiserweight match or is a match featuring Cruiserweight, these guys have some meat on them, I, I would say. I think Jordan's bulked up a bit. Uh, we'll just talk about the new division. Now we have NXT with Santos Escobar, and now it looks like Jordan Devlin is going to be the, the guy to hold it down on the European side. How do you meld these titles together, if at all?
1: Well, first off, a quick shout out to Levi. I mean, he's definitely got a body and a look for sure. Um, I don't think anyone was nice going to stand thighs. across from the... Uh, he's got he's got really good thighs. He might be on the short list for the next thigh guy edition, <laughs> but the uh, no one was going to stand across from the true cruiserweight champion and get a win here tonight. The Irish ace, something that Nigel said is that he is the standard bearer for Irish wrestling, which the more I thought about it really is a huge statement to make within the WWE universe, but I don't know if he's, uh, if he's wrong. Devlin is a monster. He's amazing. He does great work. He won with a Texas cloverleaf. And my favorite part about it is they called it a Texas cloverleaf. They didn't give it some kooky name. They used the original name, which I am a believer in Flobo, as you know, even though they tried to slip in like a four leaf clover at the end. I don't buy that. But I think that one way or another, these titles are going to come together because I don't think Devlin's going to let it go. I think he's got a chip on his shoulder. I think he's mad that he got pushed aside. He didn't even get consulted in this whole thing. And he wants to show that he is the best cruiserweight on the planet, whether it's on this continent or the other continent.
0: Uh, Just for you guys in the chat, if you're here live, I want your opinion on this because Jack raised a good point about the standard bear of Irish wrestling. Do you agree? And if not, who, 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 who? I mean, you got Sheamus, you got Finn Balor, you got Becky Lynch. uh, Let me know what you think there. But I agree with you, Jack. Jordan Devlin has a lot to impress. It's interesting his finishing move is now a setup move. I don't know what the, the outside term is. Right. I don't know. Signature yeah. move in the game. It, it's kind of yeah. weird that devil inside is now a setup move. Uh, I love the core Leaf. I will pop for that. Not as much as I pop for Northern Lights suplexes, but it's up there because DLO Brown had it back in the day. Mm. Uh,
1: I want to, you know more. what I, you know what I think? I think the transition's happening to that cloverleaf because I think he plans on taking his, his talents into the heavier divisions. And I think he knows that he's going to have to be able to put that move on anybody, and the cloverleaf you can put on more people. You can put Walter in a clo- well. You can't necessarily put him in a. No, he'll leaf. chop him to death. You burst, can't do. Yeah, yeah he'll find, He'll chop you wherever you are. <laughs> yeah. uh, um. By the that's by the way, not just the chops, man. He was kicking him in the face. Let's not forget that he kicked him right into the steel steps. But anyway, Back case, of the
0: head. Yeah, it, dude, you got to go see that match. Like,
1: yeah, I- if you did not watch NXT UK, you have to watch it. They killed each other. But anyways, back to Devlin. I think he's looking at going to heavier weight classes. I think he say, I think he's saying to himself the same thing I always say, Flobo, and that is why do I have to be limited to people who are a certain size? Why can't I show I can be anybody, anywhere, anytime? You always say sell that?
0: out. You always say sell out at any point possible. You never said that before.
1: That's true. I do say <laughs> sell out a lot. Um, <laughs> speaking of selling out, you can get your Brosters coffee at www.thebrosters.com. That's the good one. stuff. Uh, (laughs) the, uh, but I think he, I think he wants to take his, take his talents to heavier divisions. I think he wants to take on those other people. I think he wants to have matches with those dragon He wants to have matches with those Walters or if he's going to the other NXT he wants to have matches with the guys who are competing for the top title, not just the weight division title.
0: So what happens then? Because he is the champion. Do you just have him defend it in UK and have that separate division? Do you fly him out to face Santos Escobar to so to, to lose the title? Like what would you do then if you were in charge of that?
1: If I was head of booking, I like people to fight until they lose their title. I think that's what you need to do. I think you need to have a sit down with Devlin and say, look, man, you've got to defend this title. But that means if I'm going to say that, I need to start lining him up some real competition. Again, no disrespect to Levi. The guy looks like a work of art. But you need to have guys that can really challenge Devlin. The problem is when you're as good as Devlin, Who can challenge you? That's the problem. So I don't know if that means you got to fly him over to the United States. I don't know if that means you got to start – bringing in some competition, or if that means you got to start really looking at who you have on that NXT UK roster. But Mm -hmm. um, I hate the idea of anyone dropping a title for any reason. And I want him to show that he shouldn't have had the title taken from him or an interim title created or a second championship created. I want him to make the NXT folks eat their words and eat their actions by proving that he always has been the best.
0: I agree with you. Uh, Just to take it to the main roster, uh, I was a firm believer that they said specifically Sami Zayn was stripped in his case of the title. So when he showed up with his own championship belt, it was like security guards should have stopped him (laughs) and be like, what are you doing here, sir? But it was never said that Jordan was relinquishing the title. They said we're doing an interim title tournament and chain that the promo did a couple weeks ago. So Devlin has every claim to that, even more than Sami Zayn did. But Sami Zayn got a chance to re-win the title he didn't lose I think Jordan should get something like that, because he is the Irish ace.
1: So the question is, for us stat nerds, let's say him and Escobar have a match, and let's say he beats Escobar. Is he still a one-time cruiserweight champion, or is he a two-time cruiserweight champion? He's one-time. I, I would That's say, the right answer.
0: I, I would say Escobar is a one-time interim cruiserweight champion. And that's the way you would score it. But the thing is, th- the NXT made it complicated by dropping the interim term off of Santo Escobar. So now you're like would if if santos won the match would he be a two-time and that gets weird because you're like no but
1: <laughs> right right yeah but yeah, i, I think the South. difference with santos is he was never i guess stripped in that case
0: mm-hmm. but, title change. but I, I, think no I
1: think it's time for devlin to start wrecking people and showing that they made a big mistake
0: yeah but speaking of title decisions title divisions some of the women's style division here in NXT UK. It looks like Kaylee Ray's up on this mountaintop by herself, mm-hmm. but there is an undefeated superstar. Her name is Ava Valkyrie, uh, which is I, so hard to spell. I have to like spell it three times. Uh, <laughs> but she yeah. was victorious tonight against uh, Danny Luna in a match that didn't quite knock my socks off, but did reestablish what Ava Valkyrie was about and how she could be a contender for Kaylee Ray's strap, as the boys say on the interwebs. Jack Farmer talks about the match. Thoughts about Air Valkyrie being a future potential number one contender
1: look I mean she's undefeated she should be a number one contender when you think about it she's got an amazing intro she's super athletic she's a great striker and as they always say there's always a striker's chance of winning matches if she's undefeated at this point I think she is the number one contender with a bullet she's built for big matchups with all that said her finisher is incredible Uh, and I think it's really hard to see anyone stopping the Valkyrie in her flight to the top of the mountain where Kaylee Ray is waiting. I think that's the match. I think that's what we all want to see. Unfortunately, I know Kaylee Ray is going to know how to handle the Valkyrie when she gets there because Kaylee Ray is the goat. But, oh no,
0: she's not. Stop! But
1: like she knows what she's doing. I know sometimes it's not fun to talk about people who know how to play the game flobo i know you i know you get mad when someone knows how to play the game they know how to pull the strings they (laughs) know how to work the system (laughs) you get crabby about it i do get crabby. i appreciate the people that know how to push the boundaries and get what they want and that's why she's a record-setting title holder
0: look man i am not knocking kaylee ray's accomplishments on air but i will say this (laughs) this year has been a giant asterisk things were shut down for months so she could be the goat I'm not saying she cannot be the greatest of all time. You can't give her that title now.
1: <laughs> so what you're saying is she either is the greatest of all time, or she isn't the greatest of all time. Meaning that mathematically there is a 50% chance that she is.
0: I'll accept that now. So I'll make sure you're not like completely right. You see, that's how I play <laughs> my game. If I give you hundred percent awesome that you're right, I get upset and mad and crappy. So, <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I will just say that also, uh, how dare you question the validity of an asterisk?
0: Uh that's what an asterisk does. It questions validity all the time. That's why it's there, Jack.
1: I disagree completely with an asterisk. With that.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh man. Well, we, we talked about the women's division being a stacked on both sides of the pod, but uh, you know, Kaylee Ray is looking for a challenger. Do you make Ava Valkyrie the number one potato now, or do you have someone as a stopgap measure as you build Ava?
1: I don't know who else there could be everyone else. uh, We saw Piper talk about how she wants another shot at the title. Uh, I don't mean to step on the flow of the show. I don't know when you want to talk about her, but I have no plans. um, I look at, (laughs) I know we did finish watching this literally minutes ago. So the, um, She wants another shot at Kaylee Ray. I feel like she's had her chance. She's had her shot. We just saw the match. She wasn't able to get the job done. It's time for her to move aside, step out of the way, let someone else have a shot. Right now, the two that seem to be on a bit of a roll are Nina and Valkyrie, they're the two that have gotten wins. They're the two that are moving forward. They're the two staking a claim. So I guess it'd be have those two decide which of the two should be the ones to go on to face Kaylee Ray. Again, right. I don't think it matters. Kaylee Ray is walking away with it. Ugh. <laughs> you don't like yeah. that?
0: I I mean I think you're right, but uh, I don't. Again, the wins that Nina and Ava had since the relaunch haven't been enough for me. So I, I'm willing to wait. But who, I do feel like you should win. That's the thing. No one does. And that's why if you really want to make Ava or Nina, the real legit number one, contender, there should be a stopgap person in there. Who should that be? I don't know. Maybe, you know, just throw a Mel a shot or maybe even Zaya Brooks had a shot because it's not going to go anywhere because she's young and she can, like, get that back later. But I would hate to them to rush, like, Ava Valkyrie in November and then be like, well, womp, womp, womp.
1: How are you going to say Amel should get a shot when she's been losing? As a stopgap measure for the real that, program. Question the wins that the winners have, yet you're going to have a loser go in there. That's right. A loser with a capital L go in there against the greatest of all time. Time to just Stop get it. destroyed. That doesn't make sense at all to me. And zaya Brookside, again, I like her. I think she has talent. I think she has the tools, but she'd be too busy trying to be friends with Kaylee Ray instead of trying to beat her. She needs that dark side to get her through, and that's what she needs to learn before she goes on to face Kaylee Ray. Actually, maybe that'd be good. Maybe she could learn a few things from Kaylee Ray along the way.
0: I don't know how I even deal with you, sir. No idea. <laughs> moving on (laughs) we have a bit of a a twist in the eddie dennis saga uh the Briton's baron corbin and and having a big feud out there with morgan webster and mark andrews looks like he's recruited the hunt and kind of pretty dangerous i don't know uh to to beat these guys down now i know you are the biggest fan of eddie dennis but i love myself a good mystery and I love the fact that he's able to employ the hunt to dispatch these two guys from Wales. Jack Farmer, what does this mean for the tag team division? And what does that mean for Eddie Dennis' rise as a single competitor?
1: I think the fact that Eddie Dennison is here is so good and so valuable to this situation. I'm glad he's here to put an end to the backstage attacks. I'm glad he's here to crack the code and solve the crime. Mark Andrews took advantage of Eddie in the past, and now he's doing it to Flash. And Eddie's here to make sure that it doesn't continue to happen. He's dropping truth bombs, Flobo even pretty dangerous agreed they come out and they're like yeah clearly you're a jerk you need to let Flash Morgan go off on his own. Even the Hunt was there, but see, here's the thing. Mark Andrews thought that he could manipulate the Hunt as well. He thought he could do his same old tricks. He thought he could do his same old taking advantage of people, but Eddie Dennis outsmarted him and got to the Hunt first, enlightened them, made them smarter, and now it feels like that entire division is better. I just hope that Flash is able to take what he learned today and go off on his own and and create a singles career that's valuable. And then Mark Andrews can maybe sit back and learn about treating people correctly and not taking advantage and not using them.
0: I don't know if you're watching the same show I'm watching, but it looks like Eddie Dennis is a jerk. He's a total jerk. He's a jerk and a half. That's how I manipulate other people to work, to help him out. But you know what, Jack, you and I can argue back and forth, but who is right here. But what I think the most important thing is that we have the tag team division is back. Right, So Gallus, actually, I was in the backstage promo after the fact. They're going to be in action next week. Finally, all three of them are going to be in a six-man tag. Gallus on top. You love factions. I just want to know real quick your rating of Gallus a faction.
1: I love Gallus. I love them. I call them the Scottish Cowboys. I think that they look like – because they feel like – tell me, uh, could you imagine – you could imagine Stan Hansen rocking with them. You could imagine like a Bradshaw with them. You could imagine those old school cowboy-esque wrestlers that just beat the brakes off of people hanging out with that crew. I think that they're tough. They're big. They're strong. They're brash. I love it. They feel like they fit in just perfectly here in the States for being big loud obnoxious people but they can also beat people up i love them. i can't wait to see them back in action and that team they're going against is in a lot of trouble because callus i think is just gonna roll right through them
0: and man sam is back the thunderstorm I, I he's totally gonna get destroyed but hey it'll be fun uh before we move on jack final words about nxc uk this week
1: it was a fantastic show. It was a better show than we deserved because it felt like a takeover at some points. That main event felt like a takeover match. That I Seriously, guys, if you don't watch NXT UK and you're just here for the NXT talk, thanks for being here one way or the other. But I strongly recommend go and watch this match, Walter versus Dragunov. If you want to see just a hard-hitting affair, it's incredible. Uh, I also want to say we talked about this a little bit off air, but I love NXT UK, and I think NXT UK in a lot of ways represents what the future of wrestling is going to be, where you have different people representing not just their hometowns but their home countries, and I could see it in the future already, people getting behind someone from their country, just like the World Cup when that happens. I could see people being like, I love my guys from mexico and i love my guys from england and i love my guys from europe and all all over the place i think it's huge i think it's going to be a staple of what we look forward to 10 years from now in wrestling
0: yeah have a very uh street fighter type of deal you know what i'm saying Uh, yeah but before before we move on to nxt i just want to say draped in gold is brought to you part by gamerware gamerware is where you can suit up and take on the world with fashion like t-shirts Hats and other accessories. Do yourself a favor. Check out Gamerware, gmrware.com. Use promo code Flobo for a little bit of a discount. Cause you know you gotta help the homies out there. So, Jack Farmer, NXT went full Halloween Havoc. Uh, before I ask you your thoughts about the show, I want to say that Shotzi Blackheart was the hostess of this show. And this is an article from Sports Illustrated, and I'm quoting here. She goes, uh, "My favorite match of all time in Halloween Havoc." is from 97, Guerrero Mysterio. And before wrestling, I wanted to be a horror host, just like Elvira and Vampira, watching horror movies and making cheesy comments about them. It's going to be the reason enough to tune in just to see the Halloween outfits I'm wearing, Jack Farmer, NXT Halloween Havoc. Thoughts?
1: I think they nailed it. I thought it was perfect. I loved it from the opening start. I loved the set. I loved the demon on the screen. I thought the whole thing was fun. I thought Shotzi completely nailed it. I thought her outfits, I thought her shooting sparks, I thought the howling, I thought the way she talked, the way she delivered with spinning the wheel. I think this felt fun. It felt different. I think it was exactly what they were aiming for. I think they hit the nail right on the head and in fact, looking back now, it seems crazy that they haven't had Halloween Havocs in the past. It just feels like such a fun and perfect way to have a show. I think they crushed it. Perfect. Perfectly done.
0: This is I really want to bring this up because this is the reason why – not this is the reason. This is one of the reasons why I say NXT is a legitimate third brand. So Halloween has come back yearly for – most of the shows on the road. Sometimes it lands on a raw Sometimes it lands on a SmackDown and WWE has been in business long enough. They have a certain formula for their Halloween programming. Maybe there's a, a costume contest. Maybe there is a, a, backstage comedy skit when it goes boo, but you have this third brand where you can experiment with something that's a little bit more mature in the guise of wrestling, but still amped up and campy enough to be a process. It is a testing ground. It is a proving lab that is, that's why it's an awesome example a petri just to try new things and that is some third brand talk for your boy flobito
1: it's definitely a place where you can develop things for sure
0: i disagree because you'll never see Shati black doing that spin the will make a deal thing on smackdown it's not gonna happen and, th- and it kills so it doesn't mean like oh it's a good idea we're not gonna do it it's this is something different starbucks owns seattle's best and it's the same coffee but it's two different interpretations of said coffee good sir is it though I mean I mean
1: to me I mean I've had them both and I can tell you right now I'll go for a Brosters any day of the week.
0: Well, I mean come on we're talking about like the small time and the big time and Brosters is definitely a champion of all things. So I totally get yeah. it. <laughs> but a, fa- a fantastic thing, Saucy Blackheart was the host of this thing. Uh, I want to go from the back up. So so because so, of Charlotte, Candice Array, not Charlotte. Candice Array had an opportunity to win the women's championship. We all thought on Twitter that she had the best opportunity, the best chance taken from Eo. Uh, but two things, Ghostface returns and Shotzi Blackheart gets involved. Now, going in a time machine after watching everything that happened in Halloween Havoc, was this the best way to end the show, Jack?
1: I can't believe. Look, I, I just think looking back at this. Well, first off, Io Shirai is a star. She's going to close this, the show. You have to close the show with her from her music to her presence, to the way she moves, to the way she acts. Everything about her is show closing quality. But I want to talk about Candace LeRae here. We should be giving her a huge round of applause for the fact that she faced her fears at Halloween Havoc and Tried to get some revenge for the person who attacked her so long ago with a chair back before EO Shirai was anybody. Yet now here we are. She's about to win the match like she should have been. Could have been a Disney fairy tale ending with the Garganos being the king and queen of the kingdom. But then for no reason at all, Shotzi Blackheart comes in. She runs in. She gets involved when I mean, she has no business being there. Shotzi was a host, not a performer today. She shouldn't have been in that ring. It's completely unfair that she was there. There was no reason for her to be there. And then Io Shirai, who's supposed to be the champion, does something so reckless and so dangerous. I can't believe she pushed Candice LeRae off of that ladder, completely unprofessional. I, If I was Candace. I would be filing a grievance against both those people tonight because it is completely unacceptable the way they happen. She was robbed, and it's unfortunate that we have to live in a world where she's not the champion right this minute. So
0: hold on. You're complaining the fact that Shosti Blackheart got involved when she was the host
1: and not a competitor? she, She was a host. She was not a competitor. She should not have been in that ring.
0: She's a wrestler. She does that. She wrestles.
1: She was not booked for that match. If she wants a titles match, she can earn a title match. She has no place in that ring. She stole an opportunity from someone who's worked her whole life to earn it. And it's just a its a travesty. It's a miscarriage of justice, Flobo.
0: I would hope that you're uh, able and 100% healthy your entire life. Because, Lord forbid, if you're on a plane and you have a heart attack and there's a doctor on that plane being like, I'm actually off duty. I'm not sanctioned to be a doctor. I'm just sitting here in this chair. I'm going to a Rupa. That's the worst rationale ever. Shati Black got involved because Ghostface got involved and she was trying to even the score. She was doing things at the goodness of her dark heart.
1: I don't believe in ghosts. I didn't see anything. I All know. I know is that Shotzi Blackheart saw Candace LeRae about to win and suddenly inserted herself into that match completely un, 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 unnecessary. Shotzi, you shouldn't have gotten involved right now. Candace LeRae should be champion, and I think Shotzi should be ashamed of herself. And I think, Shotzi- right? I think William Regal needs to have a very serious talk with her about understanding the parameters of her job.
0: And the small chance that Shotzi Blackheart's actually watching our show, first of all, <laughs> thanks, I'm a big fan. Yeah! Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah me too, I'm did, so sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you did a fantastic job hosting the first Halloween Havoc. I hope you're back. The costume changes were amazing. You slayed, as they say, in the IWC. Don't listen to Jack Farmer, even though he's totally he will sell out if to you give me the opportunity to. She let's did talk do a good job. She did, didn't she? Um, she she but...
1: actually nailed it. Yeah, she was great.
0: It was over the top, but it totally, it totally fit. Totally fit. Uh, yeah. Someone who did see Ghosts is my boy, Cameron Grimes. Woohoo! Uh, should get a, 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 an Oscar or Emmy for his work uh, in this Haunted Horrors match against a man we can't name on the show anymore because Jack has issues with them because it kind of creeps him out a bit. Uh, this match kind of scared me because it was going to be in two parts, but both halves are pretty dope. Jack?
1: I thought it was completely unfair what happened to Cameron Grimes. The fact that <laughs> he had to go out there and have this – are we calling it a match? Yes. Without without it wasn't. He didn't agree to that. He we wanted out of it. In we fact, in. where where's the justice flow? But where was his spin of the wheel? I didn't see this wheel get spun for him. They just gave him whatever whatever the they decided. That's that actually day. normal. We give stipulations, <laughs> and then they put him in this incredibly dangerous house where there's all these people trying to attack him. He has to fight them off. And I mean, of course, he's such a big star. Even there, there was a woman that still wanted to try to be a fan of his. And he had to say, hey, look, not time for that. I'm in the middle of a match. And so he had to go back to to fighting. And look, if this is going to be a horror match, he got away from the house. I think he should have won before the second half. If you get away from the house, you win in a horror movie. That's the rules. He won, but no, he gets this place and then this other ring with smoke, there's a fire. He's he's worried about the fire the whole time because there's smoke everywhere. So he's trying to deal with that. Zombies attack him. I don't know why they don't attack the the, the guy, but I... (laughs) It's Jackson Loomis. Say his name. (laughs) If you say it three times, he comes. Uh, but I think the fact that he he was able to stand up to these people without hesitation, without being scared, he he faced his fears like a man, and without a tremble in his voice, he dealt with this stuff. And unfortunately, he couldn't he couldn't overcome the numbers game, Flobo. So
0: I I don't understand this. Weeks ago, we were saying, shout out to Phil Rike, who's in the chat. You know, you've got to follow him on Twitch if you don't already. Fantastic voice actor. He's going to do big things. Uh, we were talking about Cameron Grimes, you know? He was this, this, this guy who was so annoying. He reached the other team in the stadium. Don't we want to see that guy get us in? And he did against the man we can't name because Jack gets all creeped out about it. But look, man, he went to the house. He fought, and granted, that horror house looked very Floridian. It was the most Florida house I've seen <laughs> in a while. It was a Florida map, basically. Uh, uh, and, and he ran away, which means he should have lost. But he kept running, and he uh, went back to the
1: arena, and he lost again. He got his comeuppance. Don't we want that, Jack? It, Flobo, I told you I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> Loomis, it, it's, it's just that I don't want – It's not that he scares me, Flobo. I'm saying – did you see the zombies? Did you it see his zombies. sister? Why didn't the zombies eat him, Flobo? Why what I have a question? Yeah, look, look at me. At the end, Flobo, he didn't look at the camera. He looked at me. He didn't look at you. He looked at me, Flobo. I don't like this. Well,
0: to be fair, you're the guy that wants to be in the inner circle, an in Imperium. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll go after you too, actually, if I if
1: I can fight. I, I, i I think that Cameron Grimes did an amazing job. I think we deserve we should we should respect the fact that he didn't even stutter in the face of all of this terror and that he manned up to it. I think <laughs> <Yeah>. that the <laughs> he ran across town. what 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 manning I, up is? That? that's how you win you okay you've seen the commercial where they're like let's hide behind the chainsaws and she's like why don't we get into the moving car
0: right he
1: got into the moving car he won i just want to say i don't like that i don't like that nxt security isn't doing something about this guy flobo i don't like it
0: they hired Michael Hayes, but he was on something. Uh, <laughs> why do zombies <laughs> <didn't> take <laughs> showers? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea what he was on to, What he was saying, but zombies I, taking showers. Come
1: <laughs> yeah, I uh, I thought it was uh, I, from an entertaining thing. Again, it was Halloween Havoc. I think oh. it played into everything perfectly. I think it was. I think it was a very. Um, I think it was, it was right on brand. I think it was fun. I think everyone had a good time watching it, it at the very least, even seeing what was going to happen next. Uh, I, I hope Cameron Grimes is okay. I hope we see him again. And I hope that we have... Don't you put that out there, Monge. Don't you dare put that out there, Monge. I don't...
0: I do not I don't, I don't. <laughs>
1: Um, even if I had Wolverine healing power, I wouldn't want to be near that guy. The, I I thought it was fun. I liked it. I guess I'll end it on. It was, I, I know we don't like to talk about the, the other side of the Wednesday night war on this show very often, but I would say if I'm going to sit there and say that I thought a song and number was fun, and entertaining, I certainly can't say this little horror excursion wasn't fun and entertaining. I thought they were both fun and entertaining. I enjoyed them both. I did
0: not. I thought it was way better than that other show. But, hey, it's my show now, so I can do it. <laughs> uh, but I, I want to save this, the big story, just for one more match, because speaking of the Halloween thing, and I know you're a WW guy, we had Santos Escobar in a match against Jake Atlas. The match is pretty quick. Nothing to write home about except for I hope Jake Atlas can get in the win column soon. But Santos not gear, bro, did it for you.
1: I loved it. I loved it. Santos Escobar, the true cruiserweight champion, the real cruiserweight champion with the style, one of the coolest entrances, one of the coolest looks. I loved the face paint. I love the Rey Mysterio ring gear. The fact that he is so good at no matter how much chaos is happening outside of the ring, He's able to stay focused on the match. And unlike Jake Atlas, who gets all caught up in everything else going on in the world and tries to deal with all this stuff, Santos Escobar says, look, I'm going to be tunnel vision. It's about winning the match. And I think that's what makes Santos Escobar the true cruiserweight champion in NXT and WWE.
0: So I'm kind of torn because I totally disagree with you. I think it's Jordan Devlin. I'm so glad we got both of those guys in action this week. But I did write down, dang it, Flopito, Santos may be for real. So maybe, maybe I might I, come around soon enough.
1: I mean, I think what, wh- why don't you like Santos Escobar? I feel like he, he looks cool. He wrestles well. He does everything right. What's he doing wrong for you?
0: I think he's a character that could be very, very interesting. All I want is an on-ramp. I want to know why he's doing it. So to his credit or to Swerve's credit, when they had the dual um, promo, when he was, talking yeah. about he was defending the lucha culture and what that meant to him, I'm like, great. But that's been like one week surrounded by weeks of him showing up and leaving and beating people and leave. I know for those of us in the Afterbus family, or the former Afterbus family, we just love when guys beat the brakes off people. But I need to know what I'm fighting for, what I'm rooting for, right? To use an example, yeah. I like the Retribution storyline. A lot of people don't because they're confused of what the hell they want. So, what does Escobar want? Tell me that. Then that's how I get to build that person like in the guy.
1: He is imposing his Lucha culture on us, and he's teaching us, and he's educating us. Even today, you could see it. What he was doing, that outfit wasn't random. It was intentionally trying to show us Rey Mysterio, because that's such a big part of Lucha culture, him, that match as well. And the face paint and everything, that's what he's doing. I think he's educating us. He's like a teacher.
0: See, and this is why wrestling is so awesome, because wrestling, like most art forms, are presented. And it's up to us, the fans, to interpret. I didn't see that. I still don't. But <laughs> I like the fact you did. That was pretty awesome. So yeah, maybe, maybe he, he is coming uh, around in Lobito's book. I'm not there quite yeah. yet. But maybe.
1: All jokes aside, it he does do a good job of making me very curious and interested in learning more about Lucha culture. Sure. I've, I've, over the past few years, ever since Lucha Underground, honestly, I've become kind of more interested in, like, what goes on in Mexico and the Lucha Underground – or the – you know, uh, CMLL and and AAA and all those other things. So uh, seeing him, it's like, this is cool. It's a cool side of wrestling that uh, has always been sort of um, around, but I feel like it's always been very uh, a small audience to the mainstream in in the United States. And so it's kind of cool to see someone representing it in a way that's still very cool, still very accessible and not over the top or too much, if that makes sense.
0: Actually, before I move on, I'm going to comment. That, that a very, very astute point. When it comes to like, and if I'm getting too deep in the chat, please tell me to stop in caps. But when it comes to, to art form, we always talk about representation and what that matters. And it's very easy to look at surface. Oh, we want more black wrestlers. We want more white wrestlers. We want more Hispanic wrestlers. We want more Asian wrestlers. That's important. But that lucha culture is something that, can be explored now. One, we have a lot more hours of wrestling to fill a week. So you can't have all the guys doing the same moves and Sandals does offer something great greater. And two, if you really want someone in your Mexican uh, business uh, audience to, to latch to someone, well, we can't have Mysterio clones as well. This is why I think Sin Cara failed, even though I was a big Sin Cara fan. He was mm-hmm. too much in that blueprint of very Mysterio. So yes, sometimes of that's offers something different. It makes you want to learn more about the differences of the styles inside the, the sphere of Lucha. I just need something to make me go, okay, I want to root for him or I want to see him get beat personally.
1: I I I get what you're saying. I also think that to your to your point what I like about him though too is as I said it's it's like a su- he's using it and he's using it a lot but it's very subtle. It's not, you know, uh me I guess my lineage would be Irish and it's to me it's not like he's the uh the example would be it's not like he's fit finley walking out with a shillelagh and a leprechaun. You know what I mean? He's yeah. he's using these different things that are part of the culture for him. And showing us these things, but it's also not in a silly, over-the-top, ridiculous way that sometimes like a Lucha House party for for long stretches of time seemed like they were doing. Um, and so that's what I like about it is it shows just how cool it can be without necessarily being over-the-top and, and sort of beating you in the face with it.
0: Speaking of beating people in the face, Damian Priest, Johnny Gargano, North American title starts off the show. Which I had no idea, I could have sworn to you that was going to be the hour one main event, but fantastic entrance by Damian Priest, but not so much a fantastic exit. Johnny Organo is your new North American title winner, two time champ, Jack.
1: Yeah. I liked it. I liked that he came out. I know you would. I liked that he came out. First of all, well, I got credit to Damian Priest awesome entrance with the band and and the music and everything else uh but i love johnny gargano coming out in his beetlejuice outfit i like that he popped that sham of a pumpkin not even the real demon pumpkin but the sham of a pumpkin he did the world a favor when he did that but the big point of this match i think We all agree that Johnny Gargano has been such a role model for so many of us as far as having a perfectly balanced work and home life with his family, but also excelling at work. And the fact at the end there, Flobo, it was so amazing that it's the Devil's Playground match and the Devil himself shows up and starts attacking Johnny Gargano. And Johnny Gargano is able to fight him off and take that tombstone out of his hand and fights him off. And then... Even with all that, Damian Priest tries to attack Gargano from behind and take advantage, but Gargano is able to to turn it around and throw Priest off the side and and overcome everything, the devil himself, to win the title and do something historic, like be the only two-time North American champion in the history of the planet is such an amazing thing. I can't believe we got to see it this early. I'm just surprised that Twitter didn't show more love for Gargano the way they really should have.
0: I don't know how you sleep at night. I have no idea how you come over here and spill that all those falsehoods about John. He's no one's hero. He's no one's role model. No one really cares anyone in the North American title again. Damien Priest was a guy – A year ago, this month, a year ago, a month prior, we were saying, "Yeah, he's on the roster. He's having matches, but I just don't quite see him." I remember sitting with you at our old studio and say, "You know that match that Damian Priest had with Keith Lee was weak, and if Keith Lee has a weak match, it has to be Damian Priest's fault." But since then, he's come into his own. That North American Championship has become almost hand-to-glove. For the first time in NXT's history, I understood what the North American title stood for. It's for the more character-based wrestlers, the big personality wrestlers, as opposed to being the workhorse title, which is like the, the NXT title. And Johnny Gargano takes that away from Damian Priest, someone who still needs that title, in a match that was great, And Devil's Playground, shout-out to Sassy Blackheart. But really, was that the right
1: decision then, at Halloween Havoc, was it, Jack? So that's the problem, Flobo. Yeah, he's a great character. Sure, he's had greater matches. Sure, he's been really upping his game. But if he wasn't so worried about getting a guitar player for his entrance and headbanging and was more concerned about being the best wrestler, then maybe he'd still be the champion. But he was too carried away with trying to be a rock star instead of being a champion. And that's why Johnny wrestling they Johnny champion was able to win the title right now. We're looking at a guy, Johnny wrestling who has done something that no one has ever done in history. Why are we not clapping for him? Why are we not cheering him? Why are we not saying this is such an amazing thing that's happened here? All I see are people nay saying, and they're all the people who also don't do anything with their lives or the people who don't have all the things that Johnny's worked so, so hard for. I think maybe if we could do half the things he's done, we'd appreciate him more because we'd understand just how hard he works and how much he does. He's the best wrestler and flobo the x in nxt still stands for wrestling
0: i can't tell you how you train for being hit in the back with a tombstone jack but apparently David didn't president wanted enough according to you
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> look uh, when once once the devil in the devil's playground showed up Johnny Gargano had to fight two people at the same time, and he somehow he did it. He somehow fought off that demon. And look, you're right. Damien Priest could have done the right thing. Damien Priest could have helped Johnny Gargano get rid of this, this demon creature thing that was involved in the match, but he didn't. He instead tried to find a way to take advantage of the situation. He instead tried to attack Johnny Gargano, but fortunately... Johnny was able to turn it around. Johnny was able to use all the wrestling he's learned to turn the situation around and fight off not one, but two people to become Johnny two time.
0: I guess the congratulations are still in order. Uh, He did win that championship, but speaking of (laughs) congratulations, I want to talk to you about this match that, I, it surprised me. It was Rhea Ripley against Raquel Gonzalez. And here was a match where I was saying to you on text if you never watched NXT before and you just saw these two people in the ring, it looked like a kaiju battle from Pacific Rim. This was the best mm-hmm. hyped up in show match of the card. They did the tail of the tape. It felt like a, mam- a mammoth encounter between these two. Rhea Ripley, because we're all in smart and we're all on the side of the know, we had a feeling she was going to win this one. But I got to tell you, man, did Raquel Gonzalez arrive at Halloween Havoc?
1: I think this match, this match is what we do it for, Flobo. This match is what we watch wrestling for. You're right. This was two big hosses, as you said on Twitter, going at it strength for strength. And I know Raquel took a loss here, but I think it's still, I think she's still here. I think she's still competing. I think she's still a threat. She's still a mountain to climb. But now I look at Rhea Ripley and I see someone who's taken out Martinez. Taken out Raquel. Now it's time for her to set her sights on the top prize. It's time for her to reclaim the title that made her the very best. There's nothing left for her to do except for hold that championship. We've talked about stop gaps earlier on this show. It's time, Flobo. There is nothing left for her to accomplish. She's decimated everybody. It's time to bring her back to the gold.
0: Uh, Ma Sean doing the chat says she already arrived TBH, I guess referring to Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, I, I was a fan of Raquel as Reina when she was a Cal girl from Texas. We talked about why that it would work on NXT. I disagree, but we, I, am willing to let that go, but yeah, she's now the single competitor. I guess according to mom, she's all ready to go big mommy. Cool herself. What's next for her.
1: I think she just needs to go pick a fight with someone else and get back on the win train. I, there's a lot of different people. She can get wins over. There's a lot of different people she can beat. I think this is one you just take on the chin. Not everyone gets to have an undefeated record. Uh, so I think she just needs to say, look, I lost this time. I got to learn. I got to get better. And then I think she just needs to start getting some matches under her. She's a star. She's great. I think mind is right. She's arrived, whether it was today or yesterday or tomorrow. She's here for some wins. And whether it's on this roster or another roster, whatever it is, she's a star. She's great. She's She's going to be just fine. Uh, if I'm her, I'm looking at I, I'm trying. Like I said, I'm trying to get back on the win train. I'd be trying to get some 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 easier opponents lined up. I wouldn't be going right after the the bigger names, but I'd start looking at the people who maybe you can uh, maybe you can get some momentum on. I think yeah. that's her problem. She didn't really have the momentum going in uh, in a in a lot of matches. You know, she'd been in tag matches with uh, Dakota Kai. She'd been in some other things, but I don't know if she really had quite the momentum that rhea ripley had and i think that was really the coin flip difference
0: sure i mean i before you said something i had ember moon as a possible opponent but now you mentioned that probably will get someone a little bit on the other level trying to make a mistake uh moving on you'd
1: be surprised what you could accidentally say when you're saying ember moon's name
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely Uh, (laughs) um this is kind of like a a side aside so i was uh I went through a Jim Cornette rabbit hole this week. And you shouldn't because he's kind of toxic. But he mm. was talking about the Women's Hell in the Cell match. Well, he's not the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view. But the Women's Hell in the Cell match came up. And he was saying that Bailey was amazing, which is why I turned it up. Uh, but <laughs> he, he said, uh, he wondered this week in his recap of the cell, why women uh, in wrestling can go, like, you know, we all know that. NXT Women's Division is one of the best divisions on the planet. But cannot work the microphone it says Bailey is an outlier quote unquote when it comes to that. So when we look at someone like Rhea Ripley or Raquel Gonzalez. We always say they have the tools. But does it matter if you have all the tools if you can't speak as a woman in that NXT division?
1: Well, first and foremost, I don't. I don't want to sound like the the. the one of those I don't I don't know how this is gonna sound but I don't think you need to speak as a woman. I think it's just being able to speak. I think Rhea Ripley sounds just fine when she talks on the microphone. I haven't heard Raquel, so I can't really comment stuff. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think I think they sound fine. I think they sound good. Not every time someone speaks it needs to be the rock you know saying i'm the most electrifying person it doesn't need to be that every time sometimes you can let your actions speak there's a lot of great wrestlers who weren't necessarily amazing on the microphone brett hart wasn't the greatest mic guy on the planet but a lot of people loved him uh so i don't know if that necessarily matters i could be saying it's another tool in the tool set i certainly wouldn't fault someone for being able to talk like the rock but I don't think that's necessarily holding people back. I don't think that's necessarily causing a problem. Um, there's so much with wrestling where you, know, you got to get in where you fit in. And sometimes you have to say what you have to say. And sometimes that's your fault or not. But um, it's, it, I, don't, I don't think that's a problem for Rhea Ripley. I, I haven't seen enough of Raquel on the mic to necessarily make a comment. But I think Rhea Ripley is just fine. I think she I, just needs to have people who can, care, like, can, can go back and forth with her.
0: Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Even though this was favorable for Bailey, I quite disagreed. I just want to see your opinion on that. Uh, a lot yeah. of our female talent do fantastic with the microphone or not. I'm not sure why that's an issue. Uh, but it's Jim Cornette, and that's why I want to see what you thought about
1: that. Yeah, uh, yeah but- it's, uh, it's, it's always very easy to be the person that says no one's good at anything.
0: Oh, yeah, I do it all the time. No one's good yeah. at basketball, but me. I can't play. Right. It. Uh,
1: right. <laughs> I've always made the joke about quarterbacks and how if you can be like the 13th best quarterback on the planet and people will be like, he's trash. We got to trade him.
0: Yeah. Carson Wentz is trash, though. Uh, <laughs> Chapa says yeah. NXT has changed. He's on a collision course with the dream. That's not as important as this. Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee, Danny Burch, and Oni Lorcan. Or in the ring, and and Pat, and I kind of dogged him for this, but he basically recited a poem he wrote on social media. But it doesn't matter, because mm-hmm. this story makes sense about how he tried his best against that stupid, that doofus Adam Cole, and he came back smarter and with reinforcements. And yeah, the plan didn't quite work out with Rich, uh, Rich Holland, but he has himself a bit of an insurance policy and one Peter Dune, Jack pat mcafee the best talker the best promo the best angle in nxt
1: how good is pat mcafee on the microphone Oh, and he's so correct. Also, he did have the greatest debut in the history of NXT, and now he's got the toughest tag team in the history of NXT on his side. That's right. I said it. It's not the Street Profits. It's not the Viking Raiders. It's Birch and Lorkin, and they are at his side. They are just the toughest. They're the first and second toughest, if you get the joke. But there's a story here. It's Matt McAfee, such star. He's got yeah. all these things coming to him, and he's also helping young talent already. He's had one match, and he's helping young talent like Ridge Holland. It's unfortunate yeah. that Ridge Holland couldn't uh, couldn't be here today, but right now he's, he's dead, done yeah. in just in in weeks. He's done in weeks what it took careers for the undisputed era to accomplish. He's t- done in weeks. He's done that. Flobo, he came back, and with Kyle O'Reilly at the reins for two weeks, he's completely decimated the Undisputed Era. He brought in Pete Dunne to start Nuts. snapping some fingers for people. Nuts. It's Is there anyone in NXT right now, Undisputed Era included, that could stand up to Pat McAfee's crew right now?
0: <laughs> Pat McAfee's a
1: chump. Laugh all I, you want.
0: No, but I'm not going to be the Chubby Talker. And, and I love Lurch and Borken. Lurch and Borken, wow. Birch and Lorkin. I said for weeks upon months, I want more of these guys. But I do know if they were in a faction on their own, they'll be taking a lot of losses on their way to get the storyline across. But you throw in Pete Dunne, the longest reigning, well, at the time, WWE United Kingdom champion. 685 days. He was just on NXT UK two weeks ago. Like, that is the paradigm shift that I'm looking for because now the undisputed era look like they're on a run Adam Cole's not cleared, Bobby Fish is not cleared I'm not sure is gonna be cleared after last night and Roderick Strong isn't cleared either it looks like these guys are going full-on face and I hate to say it but I want to see Pat McAfee get beat which means he's doing his job
1: you want to see it, Flobo, but it's never going to happen. Pat McAfee, if he was that good in one match, imagine how good he's going to be in two matches. I think that if he gets in the ring again, he's going to punt kick his way to victory. I think he's figured it out. He doesn't let all of the, the, the smart talk get to his head he figures out what really works in pro wrestling he is a strategy guy he understands game plans he put together the perfect team in the drop of a hat he brought in pete dunn from europe no one else seems to be able to bring in guys from europe and that's why jordan devlin's still over there but somehow pat mcafee and his private jet he was able to make it happen, and now NXT has the biggest star in the history of pro wrestling, right up there with The Rock, I would say, when you look at his his YouTube and his his uh, radio, equal with The Rock. Pat McAfee is now Stop. here Stop. in NXT, the biggest Stop. star in the history of the business and the best Mike guy. I think Rock here, Pat McAfee here, just a little Stop. bit above. Pat McAfee's the guy, and this I don't is believe quite at all. the biggest nope. biggest signing for anyone during the Wednesday Night Wars.
0: Look, you can sit here and tell me The Rock is overrated, all right? But uh, shout out to Alpha Beast. What up, Nick? Pat is a savage, not superstar, though. But you can't compare him to The Rock. The Rock can sell tequila by saying, I drink Treyamana, and that's it. That's a Superstar. But I'll give Pat his due. Besides the fact that some wrinkles in the storyline, like how uh, Rich Holland got injured in a match against Oni Lorcan, but they would have been on that team anyway. Fine. I will admit to you that I am so intrigued in this. I forgot about Xia Lee's storyline, even though it didn't happen last week, last, last night. I am so intrigued of how the Undisputed Era are going to come back and beat Pat McAfee a second time. He's that guy He's the Joker of Gotham City. I'm not trying to knock what he's doing. But I will say this. If Pat McAfee, former NFL kicker, broadcaster, podcaster Pat McAfee, comes in.
1: Superstar, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. Comes in and just totally decimates the undisputed. error per what you're saying, what's that say about the UE?
1: If he does, he did. He did decimate the Undisputed Era. They're all done. They're beaten. And as soon as they thought that Kyle O'Reilly was going to come in and he thought he was going to be a hero and he thought he was going to be like, I'll show you guys. I'll represent the Undisputed Era. He already got outsmarted. He was beat before he even got all the way in the ring, Flobo. And that's why Pat McAfee's so good. He's great. The Undisputed Era could have been twice as good. They still didn't stand a chance against Pat McAfee. Look, there's no one that can stand up to these guys. I think that Pat is already – he's already won the chess game. They just haven't made the rest of the moves yet. It's already a finished game, though. And on that note,
0: it's about how time to get out of here. But before we do – it's now time for the MVP of NXT, brought to you by Game & Wear. Do you have a favorite Hit up Game & Wear gmrwear.com. Use promo code FLOBO for a bit of a discount. Jack Farmer, we saw Halloween Havoc. That was two hours of top flight entertainment. We saw one of the greatest episodes of NXT UK so far to date. Is there one person in your mind that stood out among all that NXT action?
1: This is a tough one. This is actually a real tough one because there's a lot of good people to pick here. I think whoever sells the the pain medication out in the UK is probably going to win a lot, <laughs> be the winner That's at funny. the end of the day. Um, I want to say McAfee because he is a star and he did such a good job, but... I think the answer has to be Walter. When you put on a defense like that and you have a battle like that and you come out as the champion, the championships are always the most important thing in the world. Flobo. And the fact that he was able to have just a raw battle like that and come out as the victor, I have to say Walter, Walter wins this one, man.
0: I, I don't disagree with you. Um, I had Walter. I had Ilya Dragunov for being taking the most of that damage. Uh, and up until NXT UK, I had Cameron Grimes because of the work it took to carry both of those scenes in that match. Cause there's all him going, Oh, oh, oh my head! I can't believe yeah. it. It was, was he's like Jimmy Hart. It was weird. Was,
1: you know what? I'll just, he was fantastic. He yeah. made that match. He deserves, he deserves something for that. I think that was great.
0: <laughs> Jack, it's about time to get out of here, but you know the deal. Work in the world, find you online. Good, sir. Yeah,
1: when I'm not on Draped in Gold, you can check me out on Elite of the Week every Wednesday where I chat all about AEW Dynamite. I also do the AEW Elite Peak of the Week where I preview uh, something from AEW. I might be doing an AEW Darka uh, highlight show as well, so keep your eyes out for that. But also, I do the Everything Tournament with Flobo, Heidi, and Evan T. Mac where we literally have everything battle, and I had a banger of a round last time. Check that. This uh, Tuesday's Don't episode out. out. Uh, yeah. But I also have the Anytime Radio show where I play music of all genres, of all decades, and I take requests from listeners like you. So check it out at anytimeradio.com.
0: Dang, the hardest working man the biz. Get up a jack farmer over there. This is draped in gold. You're <laughs> yay, you're home for NXT UK NXT Talk. Get your boy Flowboy. You can follow me at Flowbo Boys across social media and of course at on Instagram. Oh, and I did start a new Twitter page for my Rocket League Exploits at Novanta RL. Make sure you hit me up over there. Uh, I'll be back right here on the channel to cover Star Trek Discovery on a show I call Commander's Log right here on this channel. But you want to know what I'm working on, newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W, amsterdam.com. But until next time, y'all. Jack, your line.
1: Oh, do your best and be yourself.